astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Well, I think before we start our topic today, we have to acknowledge that yes. we are celebrating our one-year podcast anniversary. Is that amazing? I what? I know. I'm... I can't believe it. Yeah, it'll be 67 episodes. Yeah, this is the 67th episode. We technically launched our first episode on July 1st, mm-hmm. 2020, um, with the Mom and Me introduction, just so you guys could start right. to get to know us, um, to understand our story. If you are one of our new listeners and maybe you've thought, oh, I've been overwhelmed to kind of go back and start from the beginning, definitely right. listening to that first episode can give you more insight about us and our upbringing and, and kind of how we got to this point. Our story, yeah. And then yeah. July. You know what? It's been fun, Kate. Yeah. It's been fun. I mean, you know, yeah, there's some level of commitment and sure. preparation, yeah. absolutely. But it's also been a lot of fun. It has been. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm blown away a little bit. I am too. Well, I think I love the connection that we've had, being right. able to bounce ideas off of each other. And I think we've both had our moments where we've surprised the other, like, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. I never yes. thought of that before. Yes, absolutely. So I think we've both been able to learn through it. I know... Um, people listening have had a lot of feedback about what they've learned about themselves, about their friends, family. I love getting text messages from listeners or emails saying like how the podcast has has affected them or what they've learned. Absolutely. I mean, and I think today's topic is going to be another one where we have learned. Yeah, this, I I like this, um, our topic from today. I feel like I say that every episode, but... (laughs) Well, there's sometimes there's there's so many things to look at from astrology. Yeah. I just briefly, um, I read a great article about ten mistakes you can make studying mm. astrology. Oh, I think that still should be a topic. Well, maybe episode. that should be a topic okay. all by itself. But anyhow, one of them I'll just talk on one of them. One of them is that you know that you stop learning. Oh yeah. You get you get enough information that you can look at a chart and say something, and then you think, oh okay, and and just work with that. You got to keep learning. Yeah. But this is something we're talking about today that I have not incorporated on a regular basis. I have not either. You know, yep. and yet it's so valid. Once I started looking at it, the information, I've certainly been aware. I've been aware that if there, that we're talking about Mercury today. Mm-hmm. And I've been aware about the placement of Mercury, whether it's before the sun or after the sun, um, is significant. But never had I said, okay, I'm going to start, like, let's apply it. So I kind of feel like the listeners are learning along with us. Oh yeah, some of the right? times, absolutely. Or we're learning along with the listeners. Maybe we should <laughs> right. put it that way. That right. might be more accurate. Yeah. Well, I think to your point. I mean, you've always been a lifelong student. Yeah. Um, but having to come up with a topic every week right. has really also pushed us. I know we've sometimes we've sat around like, what are we going to talk about this week? Yes. You know, yeah. like, oh, I heard about this or I heard a little bit about that. Like maybe we can research this more. Maybe we can build this into a larger topic. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So um, with that said, today we are talking about mercury. Uh, to really understand this episode and apply it, you really need your chart. Yes. I know. And I don't yes. want to exclude anyone because you can, if, if, if you're not ready to get a reading, you can go on to uh, Google and just type in free astrology charts. You need your birth time, uh, your location, and your date excuse me, and it will populate your chart. Right. Um, if you've had a reading from one of us, we can, we can help you text you over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you unclarify, but you know, it's a good thing to say this. I have had feedback from some of our friends, mm-hmm. listeners who say, Oh, I start listening and Oh my God, I need my chart. I don't have my chart in front of me, you know? Yeah. So then they stop it and they go get their chart. So, and sometimes they just listen in and then go back later. But so yeah. this is fair warning. Yeah. You really, you really need would your be good to have your charge um, uh, yeah. to get the most out of today. Absolutely. So you just need a copy of it. And we need, we're locating where Mercury is. So um, if you've taken our Mama Me Astrology Academy, you know Mercury never travels far from the sun. Right. It always hangs out around the sun because they move at a similar pace. Um, while we're recording this, actually Mercury is retrograde so i know yes. mercury gets a lot of bad rap about so we one of the reasons why i chose i thought well you know mercury's retrograde mm-hmm. so let's talk about mercury right. <laughs> not necessarily about it's just its retrograde status but let's learn a little bit more and there's just a couple of quick things i wanted to throw in about mercury yep. it's duality mm-hmm. well today we kind of may lear- learn that there's four faces of Mercury. Okay. Now we think of two-faced. Oh, you're so two-faced. Sure. Type of thing. The Gemini's. <laughs> yeah. Gemini's but, are ruled oh, by four, Mercury. Four-faced. You couldn't be under this energy. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. And the other thing is Mercury is associated with asexuality. Hmm. Asexuality. Okay. Which I thought that's interesting. I, again, I'm not going to go down that path today, but it's like, well, because there's so much more conversation about that going on today, there must be something about Mercury going on on a larger level in society. Yeah. That there is more examination or acceptance of yeah. asexuality yeah. or variants of. Yeah. So Mercury um, rules our communication. It does. It also rules technology, short-term travel, there's other things. But right. really, we're going to focus on the communication piece today, today and maybe think you're amazed at how other people make decisions, how, how other people communicate. This really pulls in Mercury. Cause I think you'll hear someone say something and then you think, Oh, they must be an Aquarius or something. Right. But it, really the placement of their Mercury might be more telling about their communication style than just their sun sign. And it's their communication thinking style. And what really, another thing that prompted me to do this today was Bill and I have been looking at flooring. Okay. Right? Yep. And we have been looking at flooring for approximately two months, I would say now. Feel, uh, it feels like much longer. <laughs> maybe it's three months. Okay. The point, yeah, maybe it is. So the idea is, and I heard you say to me, I don't know if you said it to me directly or if you were just speaking it to maybe Mikey <laughs> or someone else in the room. He goes, I can't believe these people are there, that they're still going on about this. And Did I say you said that? something about that you walked in the store and just pointed. To, oh. You saw the flooring and pointed to it. That's what I'm going to get and load it in the cart and brought it home. And that was it. You okay. made all your decision on the spot. I think I said, I didn't realize there were so many options because I went in and just picked okay. the one. Well, there was a little bit of attitude, <laughs> I, judgment in okay. the way you said it. Okay. That suggested that we were like, whoa, researching and researching, researching <laughs> this topic, so to speak, to right. death almost. 
Yeah, okay. I think I said I didn't realize because you were talking about how thick one of them was or something. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't even realize. Yeah. I just went in and saw the first one and was like, that cool, that matches what well, I have. That, this is the perfect scenario. Okay. Because, um, spoiler alert, Kate and I are of opposite <laughs> mindsets. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. We're and opposite so, Mercury. We're opposite Mercury mindsets. Yeah. Right. So you understand that sometimes you see someone make a fast decision that you, you want to go home and think about for a week mm-hmm. at least before you make that commitment. And you're amazed. I'm continually amazed at people who make fast decisions and like they have no regrets. Yeah. Even if it goes wonky or sideways, they never go, oh, I sh- that was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. No, they don't, they don't see it that way. They just jump in and swim whatever currents coming their way. Okay. Me, I like to see, get the weather report, <laughs> see where the winds are blowing today, want to talk to someone else who's done this before, what did you find out? I yeah. can over-collect information. Yeah. So, I, that is and by the way, we did make a final decision on the oh, floor. Oh, good. Okay. So, so <laughs> okay. we are making progress. But anyhow, that's, what we're, that's one of the biggest things you're going to see here. Okay. So things about, are you quick making decisions? Are, do you have to go home and research research it? Um, so are you impulsive? Different things, these questions and maybe. And intuition, intuition as well. Can be answered by identifying where your mercury is located. Yeah. Okay. And how you would do that. How would one do that? Again, I, want to, I like I little visuals. Okay. I want you to think of the zodiac. It starts with Aries, ends in Pisces, and now think of it as one loop as a round track, like a, ro- a, a race track, basically. So we're going through all the signs. Going so. through all the signs, Aries, Aries a Taurus, Taurus, a Gemini, a Cancer, yes. And you want to look at the degree that your Mercury sits at mm-hmm. and the degree your Sun looks at. And you want to go, which one is farther ahead on the track? Okay. So if you're a Scorpio and your Sun is at 7 degrees, but your Mercury's at 27 degrees, mm-hmm. then your Mercury is leading your sun. Yep. It's in front of. And, you know. I'm going to give one other example yeah. with that. So if your sun is at 29 degrees. Right. And your Mercury is at 4 degrees of the next sign, oh. your Mercury is still leading. So we're yes. not doing it just on the not, number. Yeah, number. Because it could switch signs. It could switch signs. So that if you're just, if you are... Um, confident looking at the astrology wheel, your zodiac, I'm sorry, your astrology chart, we want to see is Mercury in front of the sun or is it behind the sun, right, lagging right. behind it? And you have to take into consideration, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The movement. The movement of it. So we're t- mostly talking about before and after, but we are going to throw in some rarer ones. Yes. Again, is it before or is it after the sun? But was Mercury in retrograde mm-hmm. status when you were born? Yeah, that's now, a big one. you shocked me with this fact because Mercury retrogrades three times a year. Yes. And so I thought, oh my gosh, that's, there's going to be quite a few retrograde status babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you said it's only about one out of ten charts. Yeah. I'm, I'm still well, flabbergasted by that. Well, for the two types, there's two types of retrograde, just like there's two types of normal placement of mercury's yeah so each one is one in ten yeah one in ten so that's but yeah a, a natal mercury retrograde is very distinctive and we will be talking about that okay okay so 
hopefully you've looked at your charts. If not, you've paused us. You've maybe looked up a chart online. You've texted us. And yeah. now let's talk about if Mercury is ahead of the sun. Yeah, for those that the Mercury is at a higher degree or is in the next sign already yeah, than your existing sun, that would be, your, you would be of that type. So Mercury's ahead of the sun in the zodiacal order. Yes. And by the way, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's my husband. Yeah. So the concept is, and I just look at you and think, oh my God, you were raised by two parents <laughs> who were pretty much thought alike. And I have it now I'm thinking this could be a very strong compatibility factor. I was thinking the same thing. Because when, I could yeah. see where there could be some clashing when you mix these up in a relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Think of every project in the house, every decision that has to be made. Oh, my gosh, if you're at odds. Yep. No, Anyhow, I agree. So when Mercury's ahead, think of you you want to gather information. You're trying to gather information, facts. You want to look at that, I say, number one, historical perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay, who else has done this? What happened last time we did it? Can we do it better this time? But it's also kind of that long range. It's very objective. Um, uh, and there, there's an ex there can be excitability. Oh, I want to do this. I'm excited about it. But at the same time, there's very deliberation. As I, I was going calculated. Calculated. We come back to that. So we all of a sudden get excited about buying a new house, but then we, okay, we kind of have that come to Jesus moment. Okay, let's <laughs> at the table now and look at this. Is this the right thing for us? Come. So um, this is a, on a higher level than just everyday activity. It is associated oftentimes with teachers, spiritual people, religious leaders, gurus, people of that nature who are, they're learned, they know their stuff, they've got the answers, right? Because they've done their due research or they've done their due yeah. learning. Well, because they're very practical and analytical, right. I think that would really set them up to to be teachers, to be able to teach other people. Yeah, and, and, it's, and usually when the Mercury is leading, mm -hmm. you're very well organized in your thoughts. Yeah. So therefore, oh, you can, you can feel the question and relate or point out the error in the thinking. So, I mean, I think you kind of maybe touched on this, but when you have Mercury ahead of the sun, you might have to be a little mindful about avoiding very rigid patterns. Oh, absolutely. I can so, even see that. Just because you were saying, well, we get, we get excited. So yeah. You, I, and I've seen you and dad, you can get excited about something and then, okay, we're going to reel it back in yeah, and then talk about the money in. and talk about the practicality of it. But some people might not know how to get excited mm. when, when they have that. Because mm -hmm. they might be very stuck and, oh, no, we can't do that. that That's, oh, yes. That, that, and we know that sometimes we are throwing out ideas on the table. No, can't do that. No, we yeah. can't do that. that. There's a wall that drops down that some people project up immediately. Like that can't, no, that is not allowed. So it's rigid thinking. And I can think of how many situations in work environments where someone just immediately knocks an idea off saying, nope, can't be done. I know. When I was looking over the notes for this, I was thinking if you had some sort of board Mm -hmm. That was either reviewing a pro like a new product or right. some sort of brainstorming session. I don't even know where this is applicable, but I'm sure they happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say you need a good mix of all of these Mercuries. Yeah. I think that would be a great way to apply yeah. astrology in the corporate setting. Mm -hmm. So if Mercury's leading, there's generally some sense on facts, data, knowledge, education. Well, maybe hanging your shingle more on that 
so to speak, okay. possibly, yep. than on your life experience even, okay. possibly. Uh, when we look at famous people that have this, I mean, Albert Einstein is in the group, Sigmund Freud, mm. but again, there there's, it can be a revolutionary, but with facts. Yep. They can be revolutionaries, but here's the data, here's the information, here's my series of observations. Or they might say things as facts. True. True. Right? I mean, yeah. just because we have to look at, I mean, I'm not putting you guys in that category. I'm just saying like we have to no, look at no. the most highest octave of this energy and the lower octave of this energy. Oh, no, no. I mean, there's some pretty wild, I mean, other famous people, Charles Dar Darwin, you know, his observations about biology, Karl Marx, you know, that, you know he had yeah. a lot of he, whole political precedent that he yeah. set there with his thinking. Trump's in this group as well. Mm, mm, yeah, Trump's in this group as well. Yeah. Saying things sometimes, you know, it doesn't mean that they're popular. Right. Your observation, drawing the data, saying it, preaching it, teaching it. But I think also, like, I know I've talked about this before on an episode, like where you'll meet some people and they'll say something and you're like, if, and it goes over really well. Yeah. Let's say with like a, a customer service position, right. right? And they, they're able to say something to a client and you're thinking, if I would have said that, I would have been fired. Oh, right. Yes. But they can yes. get away with saying it. Yeah. That could almost be like, yeah. where does your mercury, where, where is it positioned in the chart? Because yeah. it allows you to get away with it. Right. Yes. Okay. So we, do we want to now talk about the opposite side of this, or do we want to go into the retrograde version of this? Let's stick with the retrograde version of it. Okay. So again, because we're still talking about the Mercury is ahead of the sun, but now the Mercury is in retrograde, and it should have a little RX next to you know next to lowercase. You'll see it. You'll see it on a chart. They'll indicate that it's retrograde. Yep. So that's very key. That's when you fall into one in ten. Yeah. So rare, basically. Mm -hmm. We're saying. So we have one of these also in our family. We do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very philosophical. Mm-hmm. It can be very, can, um, can really say some soulful things. <laughs> right. Soulful, I think, yeah. would be the word, right? Yeah. Uh, and, of course, sometimes very humorous, potentially, oh, yeah. because it's so observant of, a, of something. Um, oftentimes they want to know. They want to immediately look at the phone. Yeah. No, I'm just going to call my brother out on this one. <laughs> Because we're naming names yeah, now. Because dad will say something at family dinner. Yes. And Tyler is already on his phone yes. fact checking yes. what my dad's saying. Yes. He and is. so the never satisfied with secondhand knowledge. They have to know. They have to know. Themselves. And I want to make it clear it's not that everything he says that he would question, but it's like particularly if there's any stammering about yep. oh, was it this or was it that or was it this year or that year? Boy, Tyler is just all over. Or if they've heard it differently somewhere else. Yes. Right. If it questions the way that mm -hmm. they've they think. Mm-hmm. 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 So because they're so introspective, they can go into that kind of world of and again, I say romanticism, they can go into, they can mm -hmm. go into poetry, they can go into just phrasing something in a whole different way. Yeah. Anyhow, it's, it's, this is the ultimate creative. The creative individual has this. Again, not many people are walking around with it. One in 10. Yeah. I almost want to say it's like a heart on your sleeve, but it's almost like, they don't think they lead with it, but then they'll say something that's like, whoa. Like, yeah, where did that exactly yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And they generally have a, they don't like the status quo. They do like breaking the status quo. Yeah. Let's not do it this way. How are we going to do it differently? How can I do it differently? And of course, to get everyone on board, that may be very challenging. So they may take on those duties to make it different, to make it special. Yeah, or they could be very unhappy in groups where there isn't a chance to, or an opportunity to stand out. Oh. Like if you had to be oh, I'm in the same uniform, doing the same thing, that could be very upsetting for people with displacement. Yeah, they're very good at ins- needing, they need to inspire others. They like that role. Yeah. So, I mean, whether it's speaking in front of people, where they can inspire people, or doing something that can inspire other people, yeah, they get a reaction. And if that's not an option. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that retrograde just for a second, because I've said this before, but Mercury gets, you know, all the bad, <laughs> um, what am I trying to say? Mercury yeah. rap about retrograde, but all yeah. the planets retrograde. All the planets retrograde. Okay. What? Is that true? Okay. Sorry. Mars retrogrades, right. Venus retrogrades, Jupiter retrogrades, okay. Pluto, okay. Saturn. Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Thank you for making, yes, that's true. That's true. They all retrograde, but yeah. people only talk about Mercury. But when we talk about the idea of retrograde, it's out of step, right? It's, it's not, it's out of step of what the other planets are doing. I see. So when you're born, not just with Mercury retrograde, but if you're born with multiple planets retrograde, you almost have, you have to be out of step with other people. I see. What well, you right, you're right. It, retrograde oftentimes means uh, coming at it from different perspectives. Mm-hmm taking the long way around sometimes yep. or the delayed delivery of the goodie, like a Jupiter retrograde, Yep. you know, I, which I have, uh, you know, it, it took a long time to see fruition, to see, oh, where is this paying off for you, Mary? <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. How is it going to pay off for you? Yep. Yeah, okay. That, I got a whole other thing, but we I don't think we okay. have time to go <laughs> okay, down. I'm like I can yeah. see your mind. Yeah, it's that, turning. That Mercury in front of the sun is outward. Yeah, right now. it is. It's working. It's out there. Um, do we want to talk about famous people that have this one in ten? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I almost forgot about that. Oh, the other thing about this, I'm so glad you said yeah. it. So let's say if you're a woman, okay, with Mercury retrograde, with that Mercury out there in front of the sun, exerts a lot of femininity. Mm. But maybe not in the total traditional way, meaning Madonna mm. has this, Tina Turner. Oh. Now, here's the surprise, Janis Joplin, who, you know, obviously Janis Joplin was, you know, was not a well-kept woman. Okay. Her hair was straggly. She was clearly overweight. Okay. Uh, the mamas and the papas singing there, you know what I mean? She was very, it was like we'd never seen anyone on stage that probably was of that size even. Okay. Uh, but you know what? Um, so you have to kind of rectify that, like, wow, that doesn't fit the traditional form of femininity. But she was very soulful, had a lot of feminine energy about her. Okay. Uh, Jane Fonda, Dr. Joyce Brothers, very issue-oriented more in, and intellectual oftentimes. And yet they're very, you know, well, I think just Feminine. what you said about Madonna and Janis Joplin, Tina Turner, I mean, they all broke a lot of molds mm-hmm. in what what the projection of women were. Yeah. So, like, Madonna, again, I mean, like, just the cones that she would yeah, wear, yeah, like, right. I'm, 
I don't, I didn't know a lot about her, but I just remember that was like super controversial mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. standing out. But for also for men, El Salvador Dali, you know, very surrealist painter, Ben Franklin. Um, so these are people that are thinking, they're examining, they're looking within, they're expressing themselves in highly creative manners. Okay. Okay. Okay, so now let's change gears. So now we are looking at charts that Mercury is behind the sun. So the right. sun is leading in your racetrack example, and Mercury is following behind, and it's not retrograde. So we'll start right. with the not retrograde okay. one. You, will you lead with this? Because this is you. Okay. This is all about Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is mine. This is also my partner's. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that comment you made earlier about compatibility yeah I think it can just you're on the same page in regards to your thinking um, and your communication so unlike the one that we talked about before that was very factual very you know long ahead looking out this one can be a little bit more um, intuitive definitely Um, and I'm going to use the word sales even though I would never say that I'm a good salesperson Mm, but the ability okay the ability to convince other people hmm. of the validity of your ideas. Yeah. So maybe not just coming out and saying something, but then explaining like either why you think that way or why they should think that way, that you're putting more information in to convince the other person that they should believe what you're saying as well. Yeah. And even projecting saying, well, let's go here for dinner and then let us go there and let's go there. And that's going to be our day's activities. And and then, you know, maybe the way you say it or just the people believe, well, if Kate thinks that's a good idea, then yeah, I've never been there. But yeah, let's go there. So it's everything from projecting out how we're going to what how what I recommend what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's very subtle. And, and uh, I mean, that's the big mystery of astrology. Why does it work? Right. right. What is it? Is it the energy you're carrying a certain energy so that you can convince people? Mm hmm. Or is it the idea that I trust her, so I'm going to go with her? Very interesting. Yeah. Um, people might suggest that this placement is a little overwhelming to others. Yeah. That it can come off a little intense, um, maybe too stimulating. Too big of <laughs> too, an idea? Yeah. I could think back of numerous examples when you were in high school mm-hmm. and you took on these projects <laughs> that Bill and I would look at each other and go like, I think I've said the one before, but you said, oh, I need all this food for, to give away or to, you know, for some mission or whatever. And I'm going to go down to, I think it was Lucky's at the yep. time. Yep. I'm going to go down to Lucky's and talk to the produce manager. I called him. I'm going to go down there. This is you at 16. Yep. I'm going to go down and talk to the produce manager and tell him that we need some X <laughs> amount of pounds of food uh, for, to, for our, our homeless thing that we're going to do. And yep. I'm thinking like I go to Lucky's and spend $100 a week and I wouldn't even have thought to go in and ask him. <laughs> for free food <laughs> right. for the homeless but you did as yeah. a 16 year old went in there that was in, that was stimulating on some level i thought it was just too intense for a 16 year old going in and you did it yeah they would give me so many gift cards and then yeah. i was able to buy toiletries for um oh my gosh what is that shelter called downtown the women's shelter shade tree mm-hmm. yeah they would just yeah gift cards and i just buy a bunch of stuff yeah, we were overwhelmed. We were thinking, oh, my gosh, she's going to get in there and get so scared talking to the produce manager. No. Came back with all the stuff, all the goods, so to yeah, speak. They would, they would help load it in my car. Yeah, and I could go on to other examples, the backdrops for some of those dances or your great oh, ideas yeah. or what you were. 
or the time that you said, oh, you know what, we're going to do pie. Remember that idea? Oh, yeah. You, were gonna, you had something thought. going and instead of some sort of dessert or whatever. No, it's because I planned, the. I was the junior class president, yeah. so I had to plan the senior prom. And instead uh, for the, like instead of the cake or whatever they usually do right. um, at proms, I thought, let's have Marie Callender do a pie bar. Yeah. And have all these different pies. And I remember my dean saying, like, there's no way. And yeah. I was like, no, it's going to be great. And I was, like, telling her why it was going to be great. And she's like, okay, like, whatever, just do it. And she would already given me a pass because we always, Alexis Park was where all the proms were. Right. I got, I convinced them to do it at the Heartland Mansion. That's right. We were, right. like, the only group that yes, did at the Heartland right. Mansion. And then we had the pies. And, and it I'm, went over. Bill and I thought, pies? That's going to be a mess. Who wants to eat pie? And I know. It was, it was a hit. And it, it was looked so hit. beautiful. It, and, and she came home with pies. She Everyone, yeah. She came home at the end of the night with pies. And it would, we, we, oh, yeah. know, we, we enjoyed, I don't know how many you brought, maybe you brought three pies home yeah. or something like that. Yeah. We just loved having three pies to eat. No, it was awesome because at the end of the night, there was ones that are like half left because you got so many. And then every, lots of people walked away with pie. It was like but that was, parting gift. an example. You know, there's something, your ideas can be bigger. Right, like, oh, and I get, I'm just talking when you were 16, 17 in that range, what your ideas were. And you, yeah, I won't go on to recent history adult. of what yeah. you've done. Yeah. <laughs> but, but great examples of it. But that's where the idea of too intense that you know, people with this energy might get shut down in meetings. They might get shut down by their management because right. they're, especially if you had a manager with sun in, I'm sorry, Mercury in front of the sun, oh, and you're yeah. sitting here with Mercury behind yeah, the sun. Yeah, do you know anyone who's done this before? What are the, the results? Did you ask those people? Did you do yeah. your research? Right. Right. That could be um, stifling yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, so these are also great promoters or facilitators of change, um, especially anything that has to do with social issues or concerns. So you were giving those examples of me doing that stuff for the homeless. homeless. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they could be big supporters of protected groups, of helping maybe correcting people's language. Oh, we don't use that word anymore, you know, to You've done promote. that with me as yeah. well. You, Mom, they don't use that word anymore. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that word, Mom, anymore. But look at the company you're in, Dalai Lama yeah. of Tibet, Al Gore, Presidents Nixon, Kennedy, uh, Bush Sr., and Clinton. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, Trump was not. Trump was of the other category. And maybe that's significant. Maybe that's significant right there. Why he was a different type of leader. That's In recent true. history, we're very comfortable with this other type of thinking. That's true. And do we have Barack's? Um... Oh, I didn't. You know, I didn't look at Barack Obama. Okay. I might have his that I can pull up if you want yeah, to leave I the conversation to, yeah, I into I the meant next. I to put him in there as well to see where he was in that whole area. So we can stick with this, mm-hmm. where the sun is ahead of Mercury. So Mercury is behind the sun. Um, mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the retrograde. Again, once you every with this, it's um, when the, when the sun is ahead of Mercury. Uh, again, that's one out of ten charts, and the Mercury is retrograde. Yeah. Okay. So just the Mercury retrograde is, makes it so rare. Yeah. I don't have his chart on hand. So okay. I'm gonna, okay. We'll move on from that. Um, this is probably uh, maybe the more difficult placement. Okay. Um, and again, this is probably unacceptable but when I grew up there was a term eager beavers 
They would I have no either. idea what that means. So I'm not going to correct <laughs> you on that. Many that they wanted to always get to the head of the line. Okay. They wanted to get done first. They, you know, okay. They have no patience. Okay. And it's my way. Okay. So they had a tendency to be a little more pushy, aggressive type of thing. And this is, um, uh, by the way, Steve Jobs. I'm going to throw that in right away just okay. to get you on the page yep. with something about someone who's ahead of the curve. And it represents all people who are going to change the course of history. Now, okay, Steve Jobs did that. But we know on a real simplistic level, that's just someone in the neighborhood who now repaints their house in these contemporary colors. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, then everyone on the street, oh, they're going to convert over to those colors. They're so great. Okay. So there's a watered-down example. Someone like going out and buying a Tesla. Yep. And then, oh, their friends then go out and buy a Tesla, okay. right? So they change the course of history. Uh, so famous people, certainly, other people do it as well. So it kind of sounds like the, the one that we were just talking about, but maybe a little bit more um, pushy in regards yes, to yes. promoting for change. Yeah, they really seek independence from limitations. Okay. And they may try to erase something so that you won't be limited. Mm. And you may not even want to be freed, right? That's where we get into the issue. Like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with what I'm at. Okay. No, we want to. We need to fight for this. We need to change this. So they challenge traditional they challenge roles. social conventions. Okay. And they make pretty abnormal choices themselves. Okay. So they have a revolutionary stigma. And of course, maybe this is. I, this would be fascinating to get deeper into it because these are people sometimes who go against the past. They protest what happened in the past. That's been a big theme, you know, as we're going through our Pluto return and we're kind of fessing up, having to look at the sins or you know, issues that we've Everything. had as a country. Uh, we're getting th- to the that, roots. These could be the people that are leading this. Oh, that's interesting. I, you know, I didn't think to even look at the USA's chart to see how we communicate maybe on um, a greater level altogether. Oh, wow. That's a thought too, isn't it? Um, again, a very dated example would be Helen Gurley Brown. Okay. She was I wild. I mean, she was wrote Sex and the Single Girl. Just even putting that book out, it was the 70s. She was the editor of Cosmo. Oh, wow. Um, it, she was single, you know, she, she swore she loved to be single. I don't okay. know if she ever married or not in the end, but that's irrelevant because she kind of did so much for waking women up to mm. their own sexual bodies. Okay. Um, to uh, just talking about things that were... Yeah, that's challenging the traditional roles. Oh. It's altering the course of history because now that's not, those things aren't taboo anymore. Right, right. <laughs> So I think if we're going to start drawing some conclusions, if you have a retrograde Mercury, yep. you have a child who has a Mercury retrograde, yeah. you have a sibling that's a Mercury retrograde, it really helps you to, amazing to see this and go, that's where they're coming from. I get it. Yeah, even right? just um, going through this exercise today, like now I understand, okay, your mom and dad's thinking versus Tyler's thinking versus my thinking. Yeah. I think sometimes just because it fits in in this example with our family, like I do think the first example with Mercury ahead of the sun, that, you know, is that just an older person's perspective? Right. Or yes. like, am I going to have that perspective once I'm their age? Right. Or is it because I'm younger? Not. Right. Um, the United States actually falls in the same category as you and dad. 
There so that go. long range perspective, being mm-hmm. very calculated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, look, look at the role. I mean, that whole thing, I write that the, that placement is often associated with um, leaders, gurus, well, mm-hmm. democracy. Right. We're the shining. I don't know. Are we still? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we were. I know. Are we still shining stars of democracy, leaders? Just even the vaccine giveaway that was just announced here at the G7. I think uh-huh. it said they, Biden went in and committed a lot of to vaccines to be okay. given not to other countries, other countries, other poor countries. countries. Okay. So I mean, that's setting yourself as as the I don't know. The benevolent one. Sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I think this is a great learning lesson. So if you have your chart, um, look at it. Look, I do think, look at your children's chart. That could oh. even be why, if it was the opposite way, Yeah. right? If you guys had my degree, uh, I'll say, and yeah. you guys had mine, whatever, vice versa, yeah, you get right. it. You know, that could be, you could be pushing for change and I could be like, oh no, I'm scared. Or, right. or no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. So it, it would be safe, I think, relatively safe to say that um, the Mercury rising ahead of the sun is always having to, at any point, use your logic that I could apply my logic and my logic, logic said this was a safe bet. Yeah. You know. Right. Where you're, don't ha- you don't have that. No. But I believe, from what I observed, is that people that where the sun is leading... Even if it is, quote-unquote, other people might say, well, that was a mistake. You don't even acknowledge it as a mistake. You just see it as uh, something I had to deal with. It was a complication that came up as a result of that. But it didn't make me think that I did something I shouldn't have done. Right. Right? Right. So it's, it's, a, it's a different mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope that you found this um, episode as insightful as we did. Um, again, happy anniversary happy to anniversary us. Happy anniversary to <laughs> us. You know what? And thank you. Thank you for those that have, you know, listened oh on gosh, a regular yes. basis. Um, we have a pretty nice rating. We do. And we're very, and that's, you know. Top 5% in the country. You know, so uh, we want to thank you for that. And yeah. um, let's let's do more. Let's, let's get smarter this yep. next year. Absolutely. Okay. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.